What's going on, Jackpack? And of course, what's going on to all the haters in the Jackpack? We don't exclude everyone. Super excited to be on here on the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. But like every good Sherpa, which by now you all should be calling me because just like your tribal chief, acknowledge me. It's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering the ring today? You can find this man at Invictus. You can find this man at the Wrestling Open. You can find this man at FWF, CAP, Beyond, AEW, WWE, Russell Pro, VPW, NFW. He is one half of the Vlog Bros University. He is found on YouTube, IG, Twitter, and TikTok. He is the king of social media, the leader of the Jack Pack. He is the wrestler, Jack Thomason. Damn, damn. I don't, I don't, I'm, you got me blushing right now. That was a, that was incredible. That was a better introduction than I give myself. <laughs> I've never called yeah. myself the king of social media either. So that's, I, so if I start using that now, it's okay. Cause I didn't just self-proclaim myself. Like you gave it to me. <laughs> right. Cool. I mean, that was very cool. Listen, we've done like oh, almost 200 something episodes. You know, I feel like, oh, you really? know, me deeming it yeah you the king of social media like i i've been following like your work man so i've been like just kind of watching you but like every social media platform that I ever see you on it's like as soon as you drop the next day is like hundred thousand followers like out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> thank you man i appreciate that i i do i do my best it's uh sometimes very very strange to dedicate so much of my life towards something that's in a sense not real which is social media because it is it, it it's on your phone and it can also be very fake because not only like the stereotypical, like you're not who you are on social media in real life, but it's like, it's, it's not real. You're looking at a screen, you're not looking at people. So it's, it's very diff- different and it's weird that I dedicate so much of my life to it. But I like to think even when I'm uh, playing more of a bad guy, more of a heel, I like to imagine that I always use my content in somewhat of a positive aspect. If I'm leaning more towards the good guy, babyface realm, I can be super obvious about how positive I am with it. And I can just be straightforward and say, hey, I hope you're all having a great day. If I'm leaning a little bit more towards the bad side, depending on where I am and what what's asked of me, I can kind of gear more towards positivity with um, with just being entertaining. And I, I like to be entertaining at my own expense of just being a goofball. And I have fun yeah. with it. And I, I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but I, I try my best. Well, it's one of those things because, like, seeing you at like the re- at uh, Invictus, right, and watching you at the Wrestling Open, but more importantly at Invictus, when you and TKO like had your guys' match, and you legitimately looked at the crowd and said, "I'm the Tom Holland of professional wrestling." I I did. I started laughing my ass off because I was like, "That is like the greatest thing to come up with on the fly," and laugh, like, and the crowd just joined in with you, and I was just like, "That is." That is so smart. Think I was like, that's that's really good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm uh, it's it's funny. The the Tom Holland of professional wrestling is something I I honestly fought in the beginning because when it when it first happened, like I first got called, I was told I looked like Tom Holland back in like 2016, and this was or 2017. My bad. It was around the time Homecoming came out, and it wasn't even like on one of my videos. It was on a a video of the the Shook Crew, and they did like a reading comments, and Max Caster read uh jack tomlinson looks like tom holland 
And I'd, I'd never really thought about it. nothing happened. And then I started making TikToks and I started getting that comment all the time. And a lot of people in the industry who have been doing this for a while started to say, you don't want to be known as Tom Holland. You want to be your own person. You want to stand out, you know? And for a while I tried to ignore it because of that, because people who have been doing this longer than me and are arguably at the time better than me, I wanted to listen to their advice until ultimately one day I was like, man, why am I ignoring this? Like the, the whole objective of wrestling, in my opinion, is to entertain people. And there's a reason they keep pointing out I look like Tom Holland. They want me to either acknowledge it or say I do or say I don't, whatever. They want me to acknowledge it in some way. So I just started rolling with it. I started going with it. And it, it gets a good response every time, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, I've yet to hear from Tom Holland. I, I, I often, I think about this all the time. How many times does like something random just pop up on your phone, whether it's on your TikTok for you page and you never think about it, like you never see it again. So I often wonder, like, has at some point in his life, Tom Holland just been on TikTok and maybe he was like Googling himself <laughs> and this random kid from Long Island comes and he's like, who the hell is this kid saying he's me? He's not me. So I often yeah. wonder that. It's definitely never happened, but it's a cool. Be like, he's definitely not from Queens. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's not from Queens for sure. I'm from right. <laughs> But I bet, like, you know, just looking through and be like, he says it's Tom Holland. Well, he's not from Queens. And just kind of flip through. But, like, yeah. I'd be like, it's a great, great reference. Uh, all right, man. So let me jump into this. And the first question I'm going to ask is, who is Jack Tomlinson? Oh, gosh. That's a that's a tough question. That's a question I don't even know the answer to. You want – so who is Jack Tomlinson? I Actually, I have a good answer for this. I am a – I'm an individual who likes telling stories. I think that's the best way to to sum me up as just an overall person. I just like telling stories. I like getting from point A to point B and doing something creative that involves a purpose bigger than myself, which is why I love wrestling. Um, it's always a story. It's why I love social media. It's always a story, which is why my vlogs are never – they're always like something larger than who I am. They're like a sprinkle of who Jack is as the person, but it's it's drenched in Jack as a wrestler, actor, content creator because I like telling stories. So I think that's the best way to describe me. Beyond that, you know, I'm just a, I'm an independent professional wrestler, makes videos, likes to act a bit. He's at least is trying. Uh, yeah. That's why. It's, it, is, it is weird, and I, I mention this a lot, and I, I talk about it with a bunch of like – because, you know, I've only been in the business now for just like – two and a half years but yeah. it's i'm so much older than everybody because like I'm, i just turned 37 last week for those who are wondering for, for those who are wondering when we're recording this you have to find out my birthday first but uh yo i tell people all the time I was like you're you're creating this world for this character that you make in this mm -hmm. business that's obviously larger than you but you have to come up with all the answers to like that character mm -hmm. and like when people look at you and it's it's the creative side, the positive side, the, the fun side that you get to do is you create like this world and like people ask you questions like, you know, why did they do this? Or why did they do that? And you're just like building answers in this mm -hmm. like giant world. And it's, I don't know, it's so much fun to play around and, and create. And I just tell people when people ask me, I'm just like, yeah, I just, I just create this, this world that I live in. And like somehow my character like shines through it. I have no mm -hmm. idea why this works. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think the I, I think the idea of like having all the answers comes just like trying your trying your own stuff. And I think I'm thinking about last night. I filmed a promo with with uh, 
with Dante, who's in Blogbury University with me, for those who are listening and don't know. He's my tag partner. I love Dante. And we had this idea going into it, and we were both very passionate about it, and we felt very confident in what we were doing. And then certain things just came out as we were filming it, and we went with it. So like that's kind of where I find I get my best answers from. It's when I have an idea. And when, like, if you know me, when I have an idea, I am so set on it and I'm so dedicated and I will do anything I can to make this idea happen. You could have a room of a hundred people telling me, Jack, this idea sucks. I will literally sit there with each person and go, no, let me tell you why this idea is great. And I'll make it, I'll make it work. Does it always work? No, but I, I'm very grateful to say that more times than none, they do work. Um, and we, we just... We start out with an idea and then just as we get into it and we stop overthinking or we're kind of more present in the moment, that's where I find my best answers. Yeah. One of the things I love doing, and that's, it's funny because you talk about like cutting promos and just like way things like morph and change. Like I will legitimately be driving down the road and I'll be like, something will hit me. And I'll be like, yo, that's a great promo. I should do that. Like uh, recently I did a promo where, uh, so my character, so as, as you kind of refer to yourself as Tom Holland in the, in, in the Spider-Man verse, like, my character kind of plays off of like Deadpool. So I was like, how great of a promo would it be to pretend that I hacked in the back of somebody's uh, security camera on their car and then shoot the promo from there. And uh, I did. And it got over really well because a lot of people were like, holy shit. Like I never thought about doing this. And I was like, yeah, like, no, like I love, I love like thinking of like new places to like cut promos. One time I pretend I ripped off somebody's security camera from like the top of a a door. And just oh, you gotta send me these. These are sick. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely send them over to you. One of them I did as a Disney cartoon or a Disney, uh, a Disney like TV show. Like that's oh, what yeah, that oh, it was. No. Oh yeah, I had so much fun doing random ass stuff. <laughs> those are awesome. Those are super like creative ideas. I love that. Sorry, I'm just lowering this light a bit. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was actually I was thinking about this before before we logged on. I wanted to ask ask you something because just dude your bio alone on instagram intrigues the heck out of me now like we obviously we met in person and like i i liked the uh i liked our conversation i liked our banter which is why i'm glad i'm here um thank you for inviting me by the way didn't say that oh yeah um but dude you were you were in the air force i'm correct yeah like you were in the air force and now you're a pro wrestler i mean first off thank you for for doing that for for our country Uh, and i i gotta ask how did that transition like happen Yo, okay, so I'm gonna flip it on you. (laughs) No, I totally, I get, I get it, I get it. Uh, no, no, no. So like, yeah, I did six years active duty Air Force, um, and I was actually stationed in Hawaii. Um, and how the transition happened was, like I said, like I just turned uh 37, right? So Mm -hmm. for people wondering what's going on right now, my camera actually just shut off. So I will continue to tell a story, but um, as I um, as I like moved around from place to place. Like I just was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I could never figure it out. But when I graduated college, uh, after leaving the military, I graduated college and got my master's degree. I was like, yo, let me, I've done everything everybody else wants me to do. And the only thing that really stays constant next to my family, right? Like I have a mm-hmm. wife and a, and a kid. Other than that, my childhood dream was always to be a wrestler. I was like, so let me find a way to get in. And like, I, I performed in the dark arts for about 10 months. And then I had some friends who were like, dude, we know people who are pro we will just send you to them. And that's what happened. And I just kind of fell in this world and like, hey. here I am. <laughs> hey, cool. That's awesome, man. That was awesome. I just, I, I had to know, I had to ask about that. I find that yes. so, so interesting. I, I, I have a lot of 
relatives and close friends who are in the military in some aspects. So whenever I see that, I'm super intrigued. Yeah, it's weird because like my whole family has all been in the military, right? From my uncle and my father and my grandfather and then my great grandfather, who my dad was actually, it's funny you're asking this question because like a few days ago, my dad was telling me about this. He was like, he's like, it's so funny seeing you try to accomplish your dream as a pro wrestler. He's like, because your great grandfather uh, used to wrestle in Kansas City and he was known as the great Buddha. And uh, I didn't know that until recently. And I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, talk about a generation. (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. How things just work out and like fall into place at times. That's so cool. It's very cool. It's unique, man. But so, you know, my story now of like getting into, how did you get into the business? How did I get, okay. So, I mean, it's a pretty generic, generic story. Although the little, like of a young kid who loves professional wrestling, although the twist with me is, my brother was a fan of wrestling. He used to always watch it, and I never liked it. I would, I never like hated on it. I was never like that kid. But I'd walk into the den when he's watching, and I'd literally just make a quick one eighty and leave because I didn't, I had no interest in it. And then right. literally one day, I saw Hugh Jackman on Monday Night Raw, and I was like, "Whoa, that's Wolverine!" And then he came out with this purple and orange spiked haired bandana, indoor wearing sunglasses woo 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 guy we uh, and i was just like all right this guy's cool i gotta watch this and then next thing i know hugh jackman punches dolph ziggler in the face in the most legit punch i've ever seen anyone throw even like on world star and it was crazy and i was like all right this is pretty sweet and literally from that moment on from that was i was probably 10 when that happened from then until 17 years old i didn't miss a single raw or a single smackdown for seven years straight, never missed it, watched it all live too. It wasn't like I recorded it and I watched them all live. And then eventually when I, I started training when I was 15 and to get more specifically how I became a wrestler, I forgot where I was going with that story for a second. <laughs> to get more specific, I became a very big fan of Zack Ryder and I was a big, I went to his autograph signings, you know, I'm, I'm his, I'm his number one fan. He knows that it's a big, big to do in wrestling. No big deal. You know, i Hit him with the radio silence once. Sorry, Matt. Not really. Um, my my dad my dad was like googling. I guess googling like if he was doing appearances or something for me. And he came across Kurt Hawkins, who was his tag partner, and then found out Kurt Hawkins had a school on Long Island. And then turns out it was fifteen minutes from my house, and we just went one day and started training. Nice, yeah, because it's Creative Pro, right? Yes, yes, Creative Pro. Yeah, I and it's funny because like I. Because I am a transplant into Maryland, right? Like not even in like <laughs> in the Jersey area. So I was a transplant to Maryland. And as I'm starting to learn more about like the indie scene and like schools and stuff like that, uh, I found Creative Pro. And then like as I like travel up to like Invictus and stuff and start talking to people, I find like all these people who are either part of the Academy, the 3D Academy, or part of Creative Pro. And I ran into Phil Cardigan at Phil's the best. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. I was like captivated and it's it's funny because like the more people i meet from either like well specifically creative pro it's you guys have like this character work like always down like you just know how to put like great characters together because like phil you know phil's character is like by far like uh probably top 10 favorite characters he is second to none he knows who he is he knows what he wants to do he does something that is different and unique that no one else is doing it's it's spectacular. And I, yeah. I will I will die on this hill. There is no school greater than Creative Pro. I mean, this school is 
absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the people who have come in and wrestled on that show consistently that had a name prior to Creative Pro and then made a bigger name at Creative Pro includes Brian Myers himself, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, VSK, Eric James, but then names that were literally homegrown at Creative Pro, born and raised. I mean, it's it's MJF, Chris Statlander, Bear Bronson, Max Caster, uh, Smart Mark Sterling, Anthony Bowens. I mean, top to bottom. There's no school that does that. There are schools that have turned out fantastic, phenomenal, once-in-a-generation talent. And there's a lot of great schools, and I've met them, and I hope to expand to them in the future. But, dang, the resume that Creative Pro builds. I'm humbled and honored that I get to be a part of that. Yeah, and there's no doubt. I was, like, just looking through, and I just think about all those people. I was like, damn, dude, that is, like, a lot. Like, there there are schools, like you said, that put out those, those once-in-a-lifetime great generations. But, yeah, Creative Pro definitely is, like – continually pushing like how far and how many wrestlers come out and just nail it like at the top all the time. So I was definitely, uh, it's definitely crazy. So I, <laughs> you asked, you had this question, you wanted to ask a question to me about this. I need to ask this question to you. Mm-hmm. Every wrestler has this, right. And I'm sure you probably have one, but what's the worst bump you've taken? The worst bump I've taken. Um, I haven't really <sighs> see. Most people like I, I've never had like a crazy death-defying bump that uh just sucked, but I've had ones that like are no fun because I got injured. Like I tore my labrum in my shoulder once. I came off the second rope and things went wrong. Uh, so I guess that one wasn't wasn't the most fun. But I've been knock on wood. I've been very fortunate. Yeah, because I'm not gonna front because I remember. So you talk about watching Raw live every single week. I remember mm-hmm. watching Raw with the Viking Raiders when Ivar just chucked you straight up. And I was like, Oh gosh. Yeah. That was so cool. I remember literally going up and saying, this is awesome. And then death, like it was like, this is all. And I didn't even get to finish the, the word awesome, but it was, it was very cool. Um, so I didn't have time to think about it, but with the one I just described as I'm going down, I say to myself, yeah, this is going to be bad. And then ended up being worse, worse than I thought it was going to be, but it was pretty sweet. Yeah. So what's that post-match meal, post-match snack that you got to have when you get done with the show? I honestly, I'm, I don't really have one. I feel like I, I just need to drink water after I wrestle. That's like the one thing I need, maybe a piece of like fruit. I'm not really that wild with like what I eat. I'm pretty bland. Uh, so that one's not, not an exciting answer from me, but yeah, usually that. I mean, I guess I'm going like it depends. If I wrestle on Friday and I know I'm wrestling again Saturday or Sunday, it literally will just be water and fruit. But if I wrestle on Sunday and I know I'm not going to wrestle for like two more weeks, I'm like, all right, let's find some ice cream. Let's enjoy this life. Let's go. I guess that maybe ice cream. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I know for me, like when I when I get done with like matches or even before matches, and I, if you were around me, you would have seen this happen. But I carry like a bag of gummy bears like every show I go to because like I get so nervous that mm. uh, I have to control my anxiety. And so gummy bears like take that away from me as I'm like chewing on them. So it gets my mind out of a different world. And uh, mm. yeah, so then they become like a big superstition for me. So I have to have gummy bears like everywhere I go. <laughs> Interesting. I respect that. That's cool. So let's talk about this because this is a question I love asking. It kind of gets deeper into like just 
how you get in there and how like people can also benefit. What's one of the hardest lessons that you've had to learn being in the business? Hardest lesson I've had to learn. Um, hmm. I got a couple that are coming to mind right now. Uh, the first one that's coming to mind is in the beginning, it was don't be afraid to pay your dues. Um, you know, it's going to suck not coming out and being right on top. So I think that's definitely one thing in the beginning, uh, as you get more into it and like, keep in mind, there's some companies I go to and I'm debuting. I'm like Invictus. That was my first match with them. So I'm new. I'm the new guy in that locker room. But then there's other companies that I've been there for at this point, four or five years. And, you know, I'm a little more comfortable there. Uh, I honestly, it's every, your friend, everyone wants to see you be successful. They just don't want to see you be more successful than, than them. So that's another one that I, that I kind of think about from time to time. And above all, I just think it's don't be afraid to, to, to believe in yourself. You know, like I said, I, oh, I'll, I'll dial this back before I said, like, there'll be a hundred people in a room that'll tell me, don't do this idea. It's not good. Uh, and, and I don't, I don't care. I believe in this idea It is good. And on more than one occasion, I have believed in an idea and it has panned out. Have there been times where it didn't pan out? Absolutely. And that's just life. But I think that's it. You have to believe and bet on yourself. I like that. And, you know, that last thing, too, is just definitely great advice just for people who are trying to get into the business, right? Is just, just believe in yourself because mm. at the end of the day, there's going to be people who want to, like, tweak ideas to help you, like, get to that spot that you want to get to. But mm. at the end of the day, man, like, it all comes down to you because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to do it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, so let me hit you with this last question, and then we're going to get into the second best segment of this recount podcast. Uh You've been in a lot of different locker rooms. You've been around for a few years. So I'm just curious, what's one do and one don't of the locker room? One do and one don't of the locker room. Uh, introduce yourself to everybody. Do, don't, not introduce yourself to everybody. <laughs> Those are great lessons. <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. I also, I, I like that part. Like when I first uh, had that said to me, I was like, oh, that, that needs to be told. Like I like introducing everyone. Now it sucks because I'm terrible with names. Um, so that's, and especially it's really confusing if someone gives you like a, a work name versus shoot name like that or if someone gives you their gimmick as opposed to their their name really confusing wrestling is a very tough industry to know people's names but i i like knowing everybody's face i feel like i feel very comfortable knowing that i've shook everybody's hand and i've at least made eye contact so i like that from it i do i like going around and talking to people and then like getting introducing to them, myself to them i know like when i met um behind the scenes for everybody when i met uh max the impaler for the first time without makeup i was like oh <laughs> i just it just clicked like who it was now mm -hmm. i was like oh bet how are you <laughs> so yeah. it definitely caught me off guard when i met max the first time and i was like wait why do you look familiar and then everything clicked and i was like dang that's awesome <laughs> Girl, that, i've had that <laughs> but let's get into this second best segment of the three count podcast you're probably trying to figure out what the first is right here it's actually the red dogs power rankings that you can find on our show some sundays because there's a lot of wrestling and when you're getting booked every weekend it's pretty hard to put a top 10 together so you. you know it's there but this is the three count podcast 10 count questions and mr jack this is how it works i'm gonna fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast mm -hmm. and whatever your answer is that's your answer okay uh <laughs> So we're going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. Bing! And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. 
SmackDown or Raw? Raw. Favorite movie? Uh, the Departed. Sonic or Mario? Mario. Favorite actor? Matt Damon. Optimus Prime or Leonardo? Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> Leonardo the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> oh, Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite cartoon? I don't watch cartoons. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's I don't watch answer. cartoons. That's an answer. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? I don't play video games. Nice. Xbox. Uh, favorite podcast? Impulsive. I love that one, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Dante Drago. Let's go. And then last but not least, my favorite question asked every single person who comes on this show. Favorite curse word? Hater. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't like haters, but I do I do like Jamie Hater. I think she's great. She is amazing. Yeah, she's but, great. Yeah, I agree. Haters, haters can all just kind of go off on their own. So those are all my questions that I do have for you. But the last thing I have to ask is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Oh, damn. We're that, we're that, we're to the end? Oh, I was having fun. Um, where can you find me? You can find me on YouTube at Jack Tomlinson Vlogs. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok. Both are at Jack Tomlinson 2000. You can find me on Twitter at Jack Tomlinson 00. That would have been 2000 as well, but it was too many characters for Twitter. So that's things. Or you can also head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash JT Vlogs to get the merch. Bet. Well, listen, he gave you all of his handles. He told you where you can find him. And most importantly, he gave you his merch link. So you guys need to go check that out. But you know what that means. Like every great part of a wrestling match, we got to take this home. Because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering. And I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. So who's entering the ring? You see him, the leader of the Jack Pack, the wrestler, Jack Thomas. And he's right there. So you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there or... You're legitimately subscribing to this YouTube channel. You're going on to our Spotify. You're following us there. You're giving us those five-star Fox Flash reviews. You're following us on all social media platforms. Look, all the handles are right there below, okay? Three Count Pod or Three Count Underscore Pod. Just go put it in. And then you're picking up our merch right there, okay? ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Three Count Podcast. You're doing all that stuff. You're telling your friends to listen to us as well. You're sharing this out. Or you're really just waiting for this episode and you're waiting for the outro. And then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Talk Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want you to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn the notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t shirts. We love you guys and we hope you 
Love us too. So show us some support, please.